Hey, what's happening guys? Grace and peace to all of you today. Hope all is well. Welcome to uh, Live the Life podcast. Uh, again, my name is Jeff Brown and really appreciate you uh, tuning in today. Uh, today's message is called uh, Even the Rocks Cry Out. Even the Rocks Cry Out. And I'm going to title this I guess this type of message, the the Tuesday blast, I had this on my mind last night and I, I was unable to get some alone time to send out the message. But every Tuesday uh, prior to this podcast, God had me send out uh, what my friends called in the men's ministry, a Tuesday blast. I would usually do that message in my truck. Uh, so they call my truck the blast cabin. And uh, I had been doing that message for about 15 years, you know, it would go out to 200 plus people every week. So I'm going to try to do the Tuesday blast as well as, you know, intermingle messages that whatever God's putting on Tamara's heart or my heart together um, as we continue to grow in this thing. Amen. So yesterday we were hiking, Tamara and I and the family, and uh, man, we, we went up to this place called Crowder's Mountain and um, it was beautiful, man. And it, it got to this one, it was called Rockhead Trail, I believe, but it was just filled with rocks. It was, it was some, uh, we had to do some climbing, you know, to get up to, uh, up to the peak. Right. And, uh, and Tamara and I did a, a FaceTime video yesterday, just kind of spur of the moment. And, uh, as we were sitting there in the spirit, you know, he just, he just brought that up, you know, even the rocks cry out. So in looking into that, it was uh, there's several places throughout the Bible that talks about that. But in Luke, uh, Luke chapter 19, you know, we hit, this is when Jesus is uh, his triumphant entry, Amen, into town about a week before he was killed. So this is a this is a a, a timely message, right? As we're coming up towards Good Friday, and. Uh, It got all the kids coming into the house again. So <laughs> once again, uh, hard to find <laughs> a quiet space, man. Uh, I've got an office, but we have a guest here, so they're they're out there in my in my office in the guest room. So anyway, just a timely message. Even the rocks cry out, right? So this was Jesus was coming into town. He rode on the back of a donkey, and the multitudes of people were praising him. You know, as is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. You know, and the Pharisees were there in, in the crowd, and they heard the people's worship directing at Jesus. And they said to Jesus, you know, teacher, rebuke your disciples. You know, the Pharisees knew that they were powerless to stop the excitement of the people. You know, so they called upon Jesus to stop what they believed was blasphemy. They didn't believe that Jesus was the king. Jesus replied to them in Luke 1940, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Right? Even the stones would cry out. Um, so what did he mean by that? You know, what did Jesus mean by that? Did he mean that literally the rocks would start shouting praises? Um, possibly, right? Most scholars would say most likely no, but possibly. Um, it seems to be more likely that something impossible would have to happen other than the King of Kings to enter his capital city without honor. So if the people aren't going to do it, you know, something that's seemingly impossible to the world would happen to praise the Lord's name, right? All of creation 
praises his name. So what Jesus was saying, I believe, indicates that, you know, the people's acclamations, uh, they should be encouraged and not suppressed. And that's the same for us. Our, our love of the Lord, the good news of the gospel, what he's done in our life should not be uh, suppressed. It should be encouraged and we should be doing it. We should be sharing our testimony, right? So they were expressing great joy and that joy is, appro is appropriate for Jesus, right? And it's necessary. And if they did not express this praise to God, it would be appropriate for inanimate objects to fill that void, right? Even creation will cry out. You know, there's places around the world where the gospel isn't even known. People don't even speak the language in the deepest regions of the earth, right? But when people bring the gospel, I've heard stories and testimonies when, when missionaries have went out to deep, to deep places, you know, uh, in India, uh, you know, Africa, Ethiopia, you know, um, you, you pick it, man. Just deep, there's still villages where people just, they, they haven't heard the gospel. Nobody's come around, but I've heard stories when missionaries have showed up that once the missionaries talk about God, the people there already know who God is, and they know God through his creation because they know that this world didn't just happen, and they they were in an, amazed and in awe of God through his creation, and now they have a name for who God is. You know what I mean? So pretty amazing that even if we weren't doing our thing, creation speaks of God and his vastness. All of this creation, you know, didn't... Uh, it just happened. Amen. In Colossians 1.16, it says that all creation was made for God's glory. Everything in, in creation declares its praise. However, we as humans were created in God's image, right? It says that in Genesis 1. So we are the ones who should be praising God, right? And sadly, as we know in the story, shortly after Jesus' triumphal entry, the people would keep quiet. In just two days, the crowds would be silent, and by Friday, they would yell for him to be crucified. You know, so there's this uh, there's this reality, man. There's this this stirring inside of us that we're called. We're all called to make disciples of all nations. We're all called to preach the gospel. That's all of our purpose. Whether you you know you share with one person or you share with many, we are all called to make disciples of all nations, right? So I believe it's an encouragement of the Lord for us to be out telling the world about him, right? So even the rocks cry out, man. The idea of rocks crying out in praise to the Lord, it's poetic, right? It's startling imagery, you know, and throughout scripture, there's similar uh, passages that, that present inanimate objects praising God. For example, in Psalm 114, it says the mountains leap. In Isaiah 55, 12, it says you will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. And throughout Psalm 148, there's also numerous examples of created things praising their creator, right? The sun, the moon, the stars, the heavens, the water, the sky, the animals, and of course, people. Everyone and everything was created for the pleasure of the sovereign Lord. And our only proper response to that is praise and worship and sharing the gospel, the good news of what God has done in our life with everybody around us. Amen. God bless you all. Have a great day.